and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. This week on the episode, we are talking all about the value resorts that make up the Walt Disney World Resorts value collection, I guess you would say. And I am joined here by my handsome husband, Tony, as always. Hubba, hubba, hubba. (laughs) As we say value, value, Disney quotation, value resorts. Not value in your own hometown, but value as in Disney prices. Yes. Dive in and tell you about them. Did you look? Show at, you about them. Did you look at the pricing for them? Yeah, that's what we got you. You're the <laughs> expert. I'm just a sidekick. See, you knew I would do that. I looked up um, the rack rate pricing for all of the Disney value resorts, the number of rooms. We're going to talk about the transportation and I like this like super nerdy Disney detail um, of the Pop Century and Art of Animation resorts that I love getting to talk about. Did you know? Yes, a did you know. So it's kind of getting encompass it all today. So I guess we'll start over at All-Star Movies. Um, All-Star Movies is um, themed, of course, to like the classic movies. There's different. There's a Toy Story section. There's um, a... Herbie and the Love Bug section. There's 101 Dalmatians. It's got really fun, larger than life theming, and that's something you're going to find at all of the Disney Value Resorts. We have not yet stayed at the All Star Resorts, mainly just because they all of them only use bus transportation. But that doesn't mean that they're a bad place to stay by any means. We just haven't made it over there. I think we would really like it because these look, it looks exactly like pop and art of animation. It, it does. They're, I mean, if you stayed at any of those, this looks exactly the same. They got the exact outside, just different theming. So I think we would actually really like staying at these. I think the only reason why we haven't stayed at these is, like I said, they don't have the Skyliner transportation. But with that said, so All Star Movies and all of the All Star Resorts start out at, with a rock rate price of $153 a night. They're all going to, well, All-Star Movies sleeps up to four guests, so it has a similar um, room layout to Pop Century, if you've seen those. It's going to be like one standard queen bed in each room, and then there's a fold-down Murphy bed. There are elusively some rooms that have king beds, but we've never gotten one before at any of the value resorts, so those are more elusive. Um, And then they're going to have one bathroom. So, um... All-Star Movies, like I said, will sleep up to four people. It has two pools. And then they have a just kind of standard Disney food court, which you're going to find at all of the all of the value resorts. They're all going to have the food court is going to be their dining option. Um, they also are located right next to All-Star Music Resort. And All-Star Music and actually All-Star Sports were the two first value resorts are built on disney property do you know that no they were built in 1994 they have all-star music actually is the smallest value resort with 1620 rooms but the big perk of staying at all-star music is it has family suites so you can get standard rooms which have two queen beds it's gonna be the same floor plan as all-star music or all-star movies i'm sorry that has one queen size bed and then a fold down Murphy bed. Um, or you can get the family suites, which have 
one like main bedroom with a queen bed and then in the living room area there's two full Don Murphy beds and there's a kitchenette that's off to the side and then it's two bathrooms. So it's kind of similar to the family suite we stayed at in All Star at Art of Animation. Popular theme, they're all pretty similar. So yeah, it has the campfire activities, movies under the stars, or they'll play a movie for you outside. They, oh, this one has a mile mile long jogging trail around the resort playground for the kids and your arcade. Yep, and those rooms start out again at one fifty three, like all of the All Star resorts. They do run up to six fifty eight, but that's going to be like peak season staying in a family suite. So it really depends. If I have clients that are looking for any type of family suite and they're looking like to go most economical as possible, I'm going to point them to All-Star Music if they have a big party. Um, just because of that family suite. It's got like a sink, a, a, like a mid-sized fridge. It's going to be a full-size fridge, but it's bigger than a mini fridge. And then a microwave. And it's got a lot of counter space. So looking at it, just a heads up, January through April 2025... Putting this disclaimer way ahead of time, the Fantasia pool is going to be under refurbishment. And also movies? Mm-hmm. It's a long time. Yeah, that is a long time. That's like the beach club pool. Can't even, you can't even book out that far. Can you? No, you can't. You can only book through 2024. Disney's covering all their bases. They are. So another another talking point is, is this a Hollywood or an Animal Kingdom area resort? So both, so all three of the all-star resorts are going to be in the Animal Kingdom area. Correct. That was actually a question. <laughs> I was trying to get one on you. They're, um, yeah, they're going to be in the, um, the Animal Kingdom area. All the all-star resorts are kind of famously known for um, hosting like big groups, too, because there's so many rooms, and those are like the cheapest prices. So if you're going during like World Cheer Competition, which is held at um, the ESPN Wide World of Sports, or... Um, Pop Warner Football, I think, has their, like, national championship there and stuff like that. You may have some, like, bigger groups of, like, cheerleaders and things like that that are staying there. So if you've been with us for any amount of time, you know that we are having twin girls in the way. So question is, do we go to resorts that we want to go to still, or do we try to incorporate what our girls are going to like and go back to the value resorts and try new things at the value resorts? Hmm. Or do we wait until... They can actually comprehend and remember something. I think that and there's caveats. I think there's caveats to that. I think that um, maybe it, the pictures are for you. Yes, but I think once we get like when we get into like art of animation later, I think we'll talk about like the playscapes and stuff because I feel like art of animation is such a cool resort to take little ones to for like the playscapes and stuff. You can always hop from one resort to the other, but like to stay there would be really cool too. You know. I think we'll definitely have to try one out pretty quick because we haven't yet. And the All-Star Resorts? And we want to try them all. True. That is very true. So baseline, what are we looking at price-wise for a room? So for all of the All-Star... Well, we haven't talked about All-Star Sports yet. For all the for all of the All Star Resorts, they all start at 153. That's so it's the baseline for all of them. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. No. Ain't no difference. No. And then... They all run up to 323 for like a standard room. That's going to be during peak season, like, uh, which is the week of Christmas between Christmas and New Year's, um, or like during the holidays and stuff like that. And then if you stay in the family suites, the family suites go up to 658. So, All Star Sports um, is the third of the All Star Resorts, and that one has 1920 rooms. That one was also built in 1984. 
All-Star Sports is the last of the All-Star Resorts that is currently undergoing refurbishment. Um, Disney's been doing a refurbishment at all of their value resorts to make it look like um, like Pop Century, which is vinyl wood flooring, a the queen bed, and then the fold-down Murphy bed just to give you more space. On the Disney website, All-Star Sports still has the old, like, motel-style looking rooms. They have not updated the photos to that yet. I've been told by Disney cast members that all of the refurbishments have been done. But I try not to price all star sports currently for my clients. And if I do, I kind of like give them that disclaimer. Like, hey, Disney says they're done, but they haven't updated the photos. Let us know if you stayed there, what it looks like. Yeah. Feedback on that one. I'd like to know. So they got a grandstand spirits pool bar. Dip right into refreshing sports berry iced tea. So that's one cool thing about all the, I guess, all the resorts, but... These little pool bars at the values always seem like they're a lot more giddy and fun. That's true, with the yeah. Drinks, with the drinks they serve, especially. One of the things that we love about staying at the value resorts, too, is they're just so fun. Like, the cast members of the value resorts are excited to be there. And I, I will say this. We love staying at the modern resorts. We love staying at the deluxe resorts. But I feel like there's something at the value resorts that's just unpretentious. And people aren't quite, like... They're not trying to just get from point A to B, point B sometimes. They're so happy to be at Disney, and I love that. Yeah, we'll see how we change over time. Why? We haven't, we haven't, haven't ever been with kids yet. True. So we're going to see. Do we want to speed it up and slow it down, stay where we're at? I think, that, I think that the, what I always recommend to my clients is it depends on your budget. If you have the budget for like a little bit, like if you're going to do days outside the parks and you have a budget for a more expensive resort... Maybe consider staying in a moderate resort or a deluxe resort if you have a little bit of a budget for it. Because if you're doing a resort day, there's not as many, like, activities that take place at the value resorts. But if you are strictly going to the parks or if you are more budget conscious, then stay at one of the value resorts. Like Tony said, they still have the campfires at night. They have the movies under the stars. They're, like, and they're so, so fun. Hey, looking at the end zone food court. If you know anything about tachos, they have loaded tachos here at this location. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been talking about so that. The that's like a... same thing as they have at Woody's Lunchbox, I'm sure. Yeah, potato barrels, cheddar cheese, sausage gravy, and bacon. They have omelets, western omelet, egg and cheese bagel. Oh, they got your typical waffle bounty platter. That's a staple of any Disney food court. They have all your plant-based and a pretty big baker. I was trying to look and see what they had for One of the cool lunch. things about like the All-Star Resorts is that they will have unique desserts and stuff sometimes. Disney always does that at all of their resorts. They um, have different unique dessert offerings for like the seasons and stuff. And with the All-Star Resorts, they'll theme it to like a movie or to sports or music, something like that. So it really kind of stays in theme, and that's really fun too. And another thing, all these... We didn't really talk about it, but all your gift shops and souvenirs and all these, they're going to have just unique ones, too, that resort typically for everyone. Yeah. May not be everyone, but for the most part, we've seen you can get you can get resort-specific merchandise. Yeah. And you can get, like, the... You can get some of the same merchandise that you're going to find, like, on... Like, at the Disney Parks or at Disney... Um, at World of Disney over at Disney Springs. But, like Tony said... They always typically have some type of unique, like they have a unique ornament or um, ears or something like that. So that's really fun too. 
So I saw a picture I was trying to find. They have a they have like a bacon jam burger with a onion ring on top. I think didn't we watch somebody eat that? <laughs> we watch Disney vlogs all the time. That's what's unique because these a lot of these food courts or just uh, quick serves anything these resorts have some of the stuff you can't find anywhere else. Right. Like the desserts, but also these small little entrees or specific burgers or sandwiches or not they don't have it everywhere like your typical burger. There'd be a little twist to it or something different they do. Yeah, and if you're getting the Disney dining plan for 2024, um, all of the, like we said, all the value resorts have a food court, and that's going to be your main dining option. They also, like Tony said, all have a um, pool bar area. Typically, that pool bar is just going to have, like, beverages. They may have, I think, like, pretzels or something like that there, um, but they're mostly just going to have beverages. But on the Disney dining plan, the food court is going to be a quick service credit. One of our favorite things to do at Disney when we stay at a value resort is when we go to the food court, if you have the dining plan, you get one entree and you get one beverage. It can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. So what we did on our first trip was we each got our own entree. And then Tony got champagne for his beverage. I got orange juice. We walked up to checkout. The guy gave us like little wine cups and we made our own mimosas and had mimosas in the food court. And it was so much fun. And we do that from now on, like whenever we stay at a value resort or any resort for that matter, whenever we go to the food court. That's so much fun. Yeah, you're going to get one of two looks. You're going to get the, I don't know why I didn't think of that or why are they doing that this early in the morning? responsible. <laughs> at the end of the day, we don't care. We have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of our other favorite things about staying at the Valley Resorts, too, there's just so many things we love about them. But also, too, at the end of the night, when you're getting out of the park, Tony says, what do you call it? Like a stampede? Yeah, it's basically like a stampede across the, um, what do you call it? A food court. Um, the African, like, like an African Savannah. stampede Savannah, yeah. Yeah, because so everybody... Rush, the, the smallest, the slowest one gets trampled on and loses, doesn't get the food. <laughs> What's cool about the value resorts is that they have, um, if you go to, so if you're staying at any of the all-star sports, like, all-star resorts, like we said, they have bus transportation only. If you're staying at Pop Century or Art of Animation, they have bus transportation from uh, from Hollywood. I'm sorry, from Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and Disney Springs. So when people get off the buses, there's only one bus stop at the Value Resorts, which is also a really nice perk because you don't have to walk to a different location. Um, but everybody gets off the bus at the same time, like at the end of the night at park closing, and you just walk through the food court, and there are just like it feels like there are like hundreds of people. There's not hundreds. But everybody's delirious and there is no way in heck anybody is hungry. <laughs> but everybody is grabbing whatever they can especially, grab to take to the room as fast as they can. Especially with the dining plan, once the dining plan comes back, because you've got like snack credits to burn. So you're like, I'm just gonna get this cheesecake. Or, snack, snack. Yeah. How many snacks can we get? It's so much fun. It's just like a fun Disney experience. I don't know, we love that so and much. We're up four hours later eating again. Yeah. Moving over to... So, what? if you had to pick one at face value to stay at, of those three, our next trip, what would it be? All-Star Movies. That's the one that I price the most for my clients. It's interesting because sometimes, like, All-Star Sports can be more expensive. And again, like I said, Disney hasn't officially, like, announced that their refurbishment is completed. But I would say All-Star Movies because I think the theming is so fun. Like, in the Toy Story area... There's this larger-than-life door that's supposed to be the door to Andy's room, and it says, um, everyone keep, or it says, like, 
no girls allowed or everyone keep out, everyone except Molly, his sister in the movie. Um, and there's a huge Buzz Lightyear. There's also um, 101 Dalmatians. Um, there's the Mighty Ducks. There's Herbie and the Love Bug. I think that theming just seems really fun. All of these look cool because it's kind of a double fold. They were made a while back, but they're supposed to look older-ish, antique, in the time which they both do. So it, it makes it feel cool because it feels like you're in a... At all of the All-Star Resorts or just... Any of the value, really. Oh, yeah. The theming is pretty similar, and it's... Kind of like the 90s kind of retro feel, older than that. Yeah. Now they're kind of figuring out they got to kind of update something so it can't just stay old and <laughs> yeah. stinky. Yeah. Which one would you stay at of the all-star sports? Or, the, I'm sorry, the all-star resorts? Probably say music. You would say music? Just because that feel. Yeah. It's like a Elvis feel. Yeah, that's there, true too. There may not be anything Elvis in the place. Well, there's like a whole section on like Broadway and different stuff like musicals and stuff. So I think I think that the All Star Resorts are underrated. Everybody talks about Pop Century and Art of Animation because they're on the Skyliner, and we love them. We've stayed at both of those, um, but I don't think that the All Star Resorts are anything to be overlooked either. And like we just talked about on the podcast this past week, I love me some bus transportation, so I am not above riding the bus every day. I'll meet you there in the Uber. <laughs> Me and the girls will meet you. So, if we are so next up, we are heading over to the Epcot area. Um, Epcot and, area. Yeah, and we're heading over to the Epcot area to Pop Century and to Art of Animation. I might have done my research wrong. I have it as Hollywood Studios area. Well, so that's the thing: is the Art of Animation and Pop Century Resort are across Hourglass Lake from one another. And they're actually, I consider them in the Hollywood Studios area. I think they, I think Disney considers it Hollywood Studios area. Oh, is it Hollywood Studios? I thought that they said it was Epcot. It's closer to Hollywood Studios. I know it is, but I don't think they classify any resort as Hollywood Studios Resort. All right, well, you keep going. I'm going to find For out. some reason, they say Epcot. But Art of Animation um, has 1,984 rooms. Pop Century has 2,880 rooms, making it the largest value resort on Disney property. Um, Pop Century Resort has rooms that sleep a maximum of four. So it's going to have that same floor plan as the All-Star Resorts. It's going to be one standard queen-size bed, a full Don Murphy bed. Um, Pop Century Resort has... Three pools. They have the hippy dippy pool. They have the computer pool, and which we stayed by last time. Yeah, and they have. Um... We still haven't enjoyed a pool there. No, we have so not. We're on the run. We never actually have. We don't. Well, we don't have a resort day when we do those typically. Yeah. Typically, they... our too, we do our resort day at our. We do a a moderate after that. Then we or have a deluxe resort, resort. Or deluxe. Yeah, the other pool is their um, their computer pool, and all the pools have like really fun theming. Um, so it's so sorry, it's the hippy dippy pool, the bowling pool, and the computer pool. Um, they all have like really fun theming to them. There's the hippy dippy pool bar in addition to the Pop Century food court, um, and Pop Century. We stayed there last September. We were supposed to stay there this past month but plans changed obviously so we didn't go back to pop center yet but i love pop center i think pop center is such a fun resort to stay at so going back to our fact check there is no epcot area resorts 
Oh. According to the Disney website, is Hollywood Studios area is our art of animation. We got her, folks. That's interesting. Well, we got the no court, but um, Beach Club and Yacht Club are all Epcot area resorts. So I wonder value though. Oh, for value resorts, okay. Yeah, we're we're talking about value. Yeah. Um, Did you know? Now you know. Yeah. Pop Century starts out at 163 a night and runs up to 348 a night. Um, And like I said, Art of Animation is right across um, Hourglass Lake. It starts at 186 a night. Art of Animation is different, though. They have Little Mermaid standard rooms, and then they have family suites. Which are similar to the All-Star Sports, or I'm sorry, All-Star Music Resort. Um, they're going to have a main bedroom, and then they're going to have a full-down Murphy bed in the dining area. They're also going to have a full-down um, full couch in the living room area. And then a kitchenette with a mid-sized fridge, a microwave, a sink, and two bathrooms. So 163 it starts at. And we were at what? At Pop Century. At 153 at All-Stars. So that's probably where our biggest dilemma is. Yeah, that's why we've never stayed there. So I would say more so if you have family or kids who are into something specific to stay at All-Stars. Because if you're going by price. Right. Or if you just want to experience everything to stay there. Right. But the biggest thing we can't get over is a Skyliner access. If you're basically for the same price. Yeah, because that's that's a huge like, and it, it depends on the time of year. So with all of Disney World pricing, it's all going to start out the least expensive, and then as um, availability decreases at the resort, the price goes up. So the more people book Pop Century, the more that price is going to go up. If All Star Sports or All Star Music is less booked up, those prices are going to stay the same. But Overall, like Tony's saying, it starts out only $10 more, so that's where it's hard to justify staying at one of the And you didn't resorts. know the Skyliner runs the Hollywood Studios in Epcot. Yes. And it also, yeah, and it um, picks you up at Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, and Riviera. Yeah, that's just hard. That's a hard one not to justify that. That's exactly why we haven't stayed there. Yeah. We will. They and, and the other thing is too, they have the exact same layout, like Pop Century and Art and all of the All Star Music Resorts, as well as the Little Mermaid rooms. Little Mermaid rooms actually haven't been redone to have like that fold down Murphy bed. Um, but so they have two standard queen beds in them. Yeah, and I think availability wise, these ones are always gonna fill up faster, I would say, but over the Yeah. The, 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 um, all-star. All-star resort, so... But, you Availability-wise, maybe check those out if these are... It de- you know, it kind of depends, which is up. surprising to me, because I was looking in February 2024, and there's actually, like, some... week. There's actually some weekends where Pop Century and Art of Animation are only available, and there's no All-Stars available. That's probably going back to when there's big groups coming to Disney, though, like, for cheer competitions and stuff. Usually there's a cheer competition in February when we're there, so it's probably around that time frame when like cheer groups and everything take up those resorts. So the recreation wise, there's pretty much the same thing at all these resorts, but this one you can actually do the guided fishing at. At where? At Pop. Oh, that's cool. I didn't so, know that. So it's by by the hour, up to five guests, and it doesn't have prices on here, but I'm sure it may change a little bit. But you can catch a release. Looks like bass. 
Can you do that over at Art of Animation Resort too? I would assume so, but I cannot say for sure. I would think so because they share the same lake. So the fun fact about Disney's Pop Century and Art of Animation Resort is um, back in the early 2000s, Pop Century was designed to be slated as like the next value resort coming to Walt Disney World. They were going to have two sections and there was going to be a lake that connected the two. The lake is Hourglass Lake. So it was going to be Pop Century. Uh, it was going to be Pop Century, the classic years on one side. So like, um, and then it was going to be the legendary years on the other side. So it was going to be like um, Pop Century, the classic years, 1950 to 1999. And then the legendary years were going to be like 1949 up to like the early 1900s on the opposite side. All of a sudden, like construction's going on in 2000, uh, and September 11th started, and September 11th happened, and then tourism tanked. So Disney's like, we can't justify finishing out this entire resort right now. We just can't do it. So they finished out the half of the resort that is known as Pop Century, and that's like the classic year, so 1950 to 1999. But they didn't finish out the other side of the resort, which is now Art of Animation. Art of Animation sat there vacant for 11 years because they stopped construction in 2001 and it wasn't completed until and it may or may not have 2012. There. We're not really sure. Yeah, so construction actually began, re, construction restarted on Art of Animation in 2010. And so it opened up in 2012. So it sat vacant for nine years, which to me is like, Wild. When we first went to Disney in 2020, we were supposed to stay at Pop Century. They overbooked it and they moved us to Art of Animation. And we stayed in one of the Little Mermaid rooms. The Little Mermaid rooms, the buildings that they were in, those all of those buildings were completed, but they weren't finished. And those are the rooms that were like the vacant rooms for nine years. Isn't that wild? It just seems like something beyond me. It doesn't even seem like that would even be something Disney would do, but... You- then again, we're talking about they, Disney has done this with several property deals too. Yeah, so Disney has actually done that with a couple of locations on property. Um, so I was telling Tony that it's interesting to me because Disney just closed the um, the Star Cruiser, and I was saying like if they just left the Star Cruiser vacant, so many people have different theories on what's going to happen with the Star Cruiser. But if they just left the Star Cruiser vacant, it wouldn't be the first time that they've left anything vacant on property. Everything has to do with money. Disney knows what they're doing. Because Disney's River Country and Discovery Island are both like abandoned properties on Disney property. Uh, Discovery Island, we saw that when we stayed at uh, Wilderness Lodge. Do you remember that? Yep. Um, Discovery Island used to be like, it was kind of like a very small take on Animal Kingdom. Um, you could go like walk through like different animal habitats and stuff like that. River Country was actually another water park that Disney closed down. There's like a ton of rumors about like why Disney closed it and all that stuff, but either way, Still both of them are abandoned. Yeah, both of them. yeah, which is so crazy. So the Star Wars, what was it called again? Galactic. The Galactic Star Cruiser. The Galactic Star Cruiser. So I don't Disney, think that one's gonna stay vacant. I don't either because Disney just spent so much money in building it. And right now they're kind of like tied up on what they can do because obviously they're going to take a loss with it with taxes. So there's like theories like they can't do anything for a while. I don't know the tax laws. But um, either way. It should just turn into a big restaurant. That'd be cool. That you can stay at. Yeah. Is everyone saying it's too small to do something with as far as a hotel? 
because the rooms are the room sizes were so small on the Star Cruiser, like they were made to feel like cruise ship rooms. So they were like very small. So it's rooms. a kids resort. And there's no um, none of the rooms have windows to the outside because they were all made to look like you were in space. We'll find out, but I don't think that one's going to stay vacant. No, I agree. I think Disney put way too much money into it. But back to Art of Animation. Art of Animation has um, Little Mermaid themed rooms. They have a Lion King section, which is Family Suites, a car section. We stayed in the cars. We stayed in the cars. Car suite. Those were were sweet. They were brand new. Yeah. And then Finding Nemo section. The. Um, which has Finding Nemo themed family suites. When you're booking there, you can book just like a generic family suite and they're going to put you in whatever, um, location is available. If you're trying to stay as close as you can to the lobby, I would stay in one of the family suites because the Little Mermaid rooms are a little further away. But at the same time, if you have kids that are into Little Mermaid, like, I think this would be Chef's Kiss Resort. Yeah. I think with all these resorts, it's not, they're all... Pretty similar. Yeah. Pretty comparable in price. Really just based on what you like and what you don't, or what you don't and what want. what your transportation preferences. And that's the only other thing, is transportation. So what, if your kids like something, or if you care about the Skyliner at all, if not, then it really doesn't matter which one. Yeah, and over at Pop Century, the theming is going to be to each of the decades, like I was talking about. So it's, there's like a 50s section, a 60s section, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, and that was really fun because we were placed in the 80s and 90s section. So we kind of got to see stuff from like when we were like growing up, like little like did you know hidden facts and stuff like that. And that was really fun to like read. Over at Art of Animation, if you do like the walking trail over there, it tells you like facts about different like animated classics and stuff. Um, so Pop Century, if you and Art of Animation, if you're staying there, like we said, they'll take you on the Skyliner over to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And then you're going to have bus transportation that will pick you up at the front of the resort to take you to Disney Springs, Magic Kingdom, and Animal Kingdom. I personally, of the two resorts, I, I don't know why, because they almost have like the exact same food court. But They all do. I know they do, but I think I like Art of Animation's food court because I feel like it's just a little bit bigger. Landscape of Flavors is the name of all of the food court. Remember, they have the huge bakery case and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes a difference for sure. And they have, and that's what we were talking about, like at night when people are getting off the buses. It's just like a stampede of people. So if you're there, everybody rushes for like they have like this Finding Nemo cheesecake. They still have it. I think I ate that like three or four times that trip. So another portion <laughs> that we do too is do a split stay. Then you can see more resorts. Yeah. Maybe you don't like the first one you're at. You just have a day of split stay and you get to you see a resort or whatever the case may be. You don't have to stay at that resort. You can always do three nights here, two nights, another one. You see more on the same trip or just maybe start out at a value then do a moderate or deluxe, whatever it is. But we like to see as many resorts as we can. And you can always make your decision on where you want to stay more often. After you've seen, after yeah, you've seen and Disney them. and Disney does a really good job of making a split stay like as seamless as possible. You just call down to Belt Services, they come up, pick up your luggage, you tell them where they're transferring to, they put a tag on it, and you go about your day. And then you go to your new resort later on to check in, tell them that you're there, and they bring your bags up for they you. They pick your bags up 
pretty quick, so you better be ready. <laughs> now, when they drop it off, there's I think there's a, there's a pretty big time frame when they could drop your bag off. So yeah. that's another thing. It's not going to be over there in an hour. We always plan to do split days. Some people do it as like that's their day, Disney Springs day or their day outside the hotel. To me, that's just kind of like wasted time. So we always do our split days like whenever we transfer resorts. We transfer from one to another on a day we're going to be in the parks. Um, that way we just leave our bags leave the room, go over to the parks, enjoy the day, and then go to our new resort that night. We have always, we for the past couple of years, we've done split stays on our anniversary trip. But this year, with the goals, we're not quite into doing, like, two rooms necessarily off the more low-key. <laughs> Less moving parts. That's because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, because we have more moving parts on people. So. so, that was a brief overview of the value resorts. Yeah. Just skimming over the top. There's probably a lot more to go in there. We'll do that in a further episode. Yeah, and I think it just it comes down to the fact that value resorts, sometimes I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, or you have this preconceived notion that you're staying in a motel. It's not a motel on Disney property. I would say, like, it's it's much nicer than that, any of the value resorts. You've got this. Well, you could just say it's a theme park, too. True. It's just a theme park. And I hate when people call Disney a theme park. It's just like six I actually lines. had a conversation about that with someone today. I like so yeah you could I mean you're when you think of a value resort at Disney think about like the best customer service you've ever had you're still gonna get the same standard of service um you have so much fun at the value resorts the food choices are probably the only thing that I would say is more limited um the room sizes can be a little bit smaller than some of the other resorts on property but it really just depends on the resort location and it's mainly just down to the room are you into like the frills of the room or are you going to be at the parks the entire time? First few times we stayed there, like, we're just coming here to sleep. Yeah. You know, we don't really, we don't ever need to do our off day there. We just kind of run rapid. We run rapid for two days and then we, we relax <laughs> we at, rest. Our, at our moderate or whatever we go to next. But at the end of the day, it's what you want to spend your time Yeah, there. and I also think, too, like, we have had multiple conversations about when we're walking through the lobby of the value resort, people just seem happier to be there and in less of a hurry. And there's sometimes, definitely more kids for sure. Yes, that's, that's true. That's what I need to keep in mind. There's even way more kids there. So if you that's a good point. And maybe not say the value, but yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I mean, if you, if you were on an adult only vacation at Walt Disney World, maybe you don't want to stay at the value resort. But with that said. You can't, with that said, like, we're not necessarily the people to talk to you about that because we stayed at Art of Animation for our first trip, and I think that also helped us to get hooked on it because it really, like, even if you're an adult, it immerses you in this Disney theming from the start, and maybe that's even better for adults. Especially when you're starting your day out, going to a park. Yeah. At the end of the day, you make it what you are going to make it. So, yes, we are just here to share our experiences, provide the tips we've learned along the way, and... You make your vacation your vacation. That's the best way to do it. And that's the bug. <laughs> yes. See so that's going to do it for all this. That's going to do it for us this week. But we will see you back here next week. Um, as always, be sure to give us a follow on um, the Double Dose of Disney podcast platform of your choice. Rate and review it. Um, on the Double Dose of Disney fam, Instagram, and TikTok. Be sure to give us a follow there. Interact with our stories. Um, and let us know if you have any questions about Walt Disney World. We'll see you here next time. See Bye. You.